Hello and welcome to The Witch Source. I'm your host Whitney and today I have a special guest that you guys have not yet met but you need to meet. <laughs> this is my sister Courtney. Hi! And she's also a witch all uh, in her own right and she does her own thing, some of which you'll hear a little bit about today. Totally my own thing. <laughs> yeah, it's very much your own thing. So we were texting the other day and we're both in the same uh witch group but we're not gonna go into all that but anyway so she sends me a screenshot she's like look it's another me <laughs> and so this woman had gotten on there and she made a post about their how she had been mentoring this new witch and how she was completely freaking out because this witch was totally and completely working on intuition alone. So she wasn't looking up any of the properties of the things that she was using when she's creating her spells and just throwing stuff together and going for it, whatever, anything, everything, you name it, she was just going for it magically. And this one was completely freaking out because she's like, I just finally told her I couldn't support her anymore because I just don't agree with the fact that She's just throwing stuff together. She's not checking properties. She's not doing not, the research. Right, not doing the research, not checking the intentions. And, you know, she also felt like she wasn't really clearly thinking out the cause and effect that was being created. And so um, <laughs> it was funny because she sent me a screenshot, and I'm over here on the screenshot trying to hit on the comments. To read I was the just, comments. I just pulled up the post, and I'm like, <laughs> I was going to say it was hilarious. <laughs> Because you were trying to pull up the comments to read the comments. I was trying to read the comments. So I text her <laughs> back and I said the laughing face. And I'm like, I'm over here trying to read the comments on a picture. Uh, it's not working. To which you said that they pretty much told the original post to, you know, sit down and be quiet. Because more than likely, she's probably a natural witch mm -hmm. and doing her own thing. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. But that led to a deeper conversation between us. Right. Because you were like, oh, that's totally me. And I'm over here like, I totally agree with the woman writing the post. And I'm like internally freaking out also. Like, what are you doing? You don't even know what you're creating. So that's what we're going to talk about. The differences between how we work. But yeah, we still do work very well together as well. When we do craft together. Right. You spot check me. <laughs> I do. Because somebody wanted a spell for me the other day and, you know, I it just dropped in. And I can't even remember what it was that I said. It was like a whole mix of stuff. Um, You're just throwing stuff at me. Well, no, there was one particular one. Uh, coriander. Co uh, coriander. Coriander, yeah. Yeah. I said, you need coriander. Right, And right. I, it just dropped in that, oh, no, this needs to be in your spell. And so we actually started looking it up, and that is for fertility. Right. That one of the properties is fertility, but neither of us knew that. Right. And the and the big thing was I didn't know that. Right. But I'm like, no, I, it just I don't cook with it. That's not even an herb that you know. It's not even in my cabinet. Right. <laughs> but I'm like coriander. I'm like, wait, what is that? What does it look like? And so you know, then I'm looking it up. And I'm like, oh, it looks like cilantro. <laughs> but you know, I, I think that that is the difference where you want to see the magical properties in what you're doing, whereas I'm going, okay, no. You want this type of spell where you're going to need cinnamon and, oh, we need to throw some black pepper in there and, you know, what have you. So I think the really cool thing about it, though, is you do work purely on intuition. It's yeah. like it just drops in. So your brain or spiritual gift, how it all works together for you to me as an outsider looking in, mm -hmm. it looks like your brain goes, I want, okay, let's just say a money spell. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like your intuition fires up. Okay, people, we're doing a money spell. What do we need? And shit just starts dropping in dropping on you. Dropping in, yeah. And then you're like just rolling with it. And I'm over here like, wait, 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 I got you. Let me double check. Wait, let me, let me look at this. I, I want to, let me double check this. 
Right. And, and that's kind of like where, you know, you're wanting, you know, oh, well, we're doing a money spell. We need a green candle. And I'm over here, no, nah, just grab any candle you got. It's good. Right. <laughs> and, and I think that's where we've discussed... I think of the little old witch in, you know, in the woods that Mm -hmm. people go to see and, you know, she didn't have all of the stuff available. So it was pulling from the shelf what she had and working with what she had. And I don't think that people need to go broke. Exactly. Getting all the stuff to do a spell and things don't have to be perfect because I think when you look back at a lot of the spell work we've done... It's been spur of the moment. Oh, yeah. Some of our absolute best spell work has been completely spur of the moment. And, okay, what's dropping in for you intuitively, Mm -hmm. but also what resources do we have on hand in this moment? Right. So, and I think that's one of the things that we can completely agree on and that I hope um, magical listeners can take a note from of don't stop the spell work right if you are in the flow right if it's hit you you need to do this you want to do this and you're getting the drop ins and you have this stuff on hand like even if something comes in you don't have it on hand okay what's close that Mm -hmm. you do have on hand but don't put off doing that ritual doing that spell work a day, two days, a week, two weeks until you get paid or you can go find the stuff or get all the supplies put together. Now, I think the only caveat to that would be if your intention is to do a certain ritual at a certain time. Right. If, If you have the intention that on the full moon, I'm going to do blah, blah, blah spell and I want it to be for... You know, have everything lined out. Do it that night. Right. But if you're in an emergency situation, which we have done spell works, you know, the the one that we did was, you know, one of the ones we did. The the big big one one we've done was an emergency situation. It it felt like a life or death death situation. Mm -hmm. And so we went with what we had. We went, you know, we weren't looking at magical days the moon phases and you know we were kind of ignoring a lot of the so-called rules right which I think is a big difference between well not a big difference but I think I think you're more likely to follow a set of rules structure structure than I am right I am very loosey-goosey with the rules but I feel like that's where we differ but yet we can challenge each other mm-hmm. to expand and I think we complement. Yes, definitely, definitely. So, like, I think you've helped me kind of step out of a little bit of a witch box I had placed on myself mm-hmm. of, you know, timing and ingredients and colors and all that stuff where it's like, you know what? Nope, this is what I have. This is what I need. This is what's coming together. Let's do it. Um, it's kind of like uh, talking with my daughter the other day. You know, she she's wanting to get started. She's wanting to learn. And she goes, you know, she's telling me that there's so much stuff. Mm. You know, there's there's cards. There's, you know, spell work. There's uh, scrying. All of these different meditating. And she said, I want to know where to start. And I said, well, why can't you do all of them? Right. And she had placed a restriction on herself that... I can only learn one thing at a time. Right. And I think a, I mean, people in general, not just witches, but, you know, people in general, they need to let go of the box, let mm. go of the preconceived notions, the self-limitations and rules. Right. You know, take them off. You have no binders. You've got, un, you know, limitless resources at your hands nature's all around you you know everything's provided for you right if you don't have a candle you don't need one you got a lighter you got a match magic is your intention absolutely absolutely and i think that's the big thing 
you know, and that goes back to so many people forget the nature that is right at hand that still carries magical properties. If right. you've got a tree in your backyard and you need something, look up the properties of that tree. Because mm-hmm. I guarantee there's probably something you can work with there. Whether you go pull a leaf, you know, and strip it, um, you know, there's there's options. There's options. I Always mean, options. It's like the post... Okay, so... I, I know you guys know that we're thewitchsource.com mm-hmm. and we're also on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had posted one day about the, it, it was the mother saying to the daughter that I can't get you out of a relationship until you're ready to leave. Right, yeah. And I had made the comment on there that so many people need to be open to the you know, the possibilities. You're never stuck. Right. And that's what frustrates me is so many times people get stuck in their box. They, they're they stuck in their one mindset that they cannot see the options. Right. And, um, you know, and someone had made the comment that, you know, well, sometimes there just aren't options. You know what? I'm sorry. Right. But there are always options. It just might be really uncomfortable. And by uncomfortable, I, I'm saying, you know, I think that post, it kind of referred to, you know, being a battered woman mm. and leaving a relationship. Mm-hmm. And no, I, I was reading in another group how this one woman was running away from an abusive relationship and mm-hmm. she left out on foot and she had gotten down to the end of her driveway and there was this big dog. And it scared her, and she turned around and ran back. Oh. And she was asking, was that a sign? Oh. You know, am I supposed to stay? No, honey. You don't stay in the relationship if it's that bad. Right. You leave. You get out. Right. Leave that situation. You might have to live in your car. You might have to go live in a shelter. You may be homeless. But is momentary discomfort worth whatever it is you're trying to leave or right. it's making you think about leaving. Well, and I think, okay, so coming back for full circle with, with the magic, I think part of doing the magic is staying open. Oh, yeah. Like you're saying to those possibilities because we don't always know. That's the thing about magic. Like you, you've created the cause and now you're waiting on the effect, which is the results, right? But you don't know the route that the magic is going to take for the results to come to fruition. So it might just be, you know, yeah, it might suck living in your car, but that might be a temporary solution that gets Mm -hmm. you to the ultimate outcome and the results of your spell work. So you have to be willing to open up and see all options, even the ones that you think aren't the best options. Right. And be willing to step into those because if you've done the magic, if you or experience with magic, if you've been keeping record, if you know your magic produces results, then you know the ultimate outcome is going to be good, right. even if the transition into that good is uncomfortable or scary, requires you to build up some courage to take that first step. I think it's funny that you mention, you know, keeping a record and mm. knowing that mm-hmm. you're mad, because that's another thing. You do that. I do. I, I don't. Oh. Uh, I, and there's so many times where either you or my mom, you know, our mom or somebody says, oh, you remember you did that spell and look. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, my gosh. That would drive me crazy. No, there's so many things I forget about. It's like, you know, we went and got a, a, a reading. And, uh, you know, I was going through the divorce. And, you know, mom and I had gone and gotten this reading. And I, she said, oh, I was going to meet the perfect person. And it was going to be within so many months. And we were going to wind up getting married. And, you know, I'm going about living my life, you know, in my little bubble that I was in at that time. Right. Well, then I met my husband mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And mom, you know, goes back, oh, you remember that reading? She said it was going to be, you know, like seven months. She's like, seven months? He's the one. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And here, you know, we've been married 12 years. So, no, I don't, I don't, a lot of times, I don't remember the readings. I don't remember the spell work, unless it's something that was major, major. that's worked. 
But, you know, I, oh, I had put several it, of those. Actually. Oh, yeah. I put it out there and then I forget about it. And that works for you. And that does work for me. So, I mean, you know, as we go through some of the stuff that we talk about and if you're going to be joining the school um, in the future, you know, you we present concepts, ideas, possibilities, mm-hmm. things you can try out. But everything is always given with the intention of keep what works for you, throw out what doesn't. Right. Because you don't want to dampen your own natural intuition, your own natural gifts, because you're trying to play by somebody else's rules. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I think that's one thing, you know, I think a lot of witches, a lot of people, they get started in Wicca. Mm -hmm. And Wicca has, you know, Wicca has limitations to it. You know, the threefold law or what have you, karma, Mm -hmm. um, harm none. There, There are rules. And I, I'm not saying that those aren't bad things, but I'm saying depending on how you look at any given situation, there could be a negative in there. Right. So, you know, if you're going to sit there and you're going to deep dive stuff, you're probably going to wind up not doing anything. Right. Because, oh, I really, I really want this job. Well, who are you screwing out of a job to right. get that? So you can talk yourself Yeah, well, you can talk out yourself of out of anything. So, and I think that's where it goes back to also, like, how you do the magic. So you don't keep a record. No. But you still have confidence in your magic. Oh, definitely. Um, I, and to the point where I have started being conscious about what I just spew out there. Oh, it'd be neat to work blah, blah, blah. It'd be neat to live so-and-so. I've had to actually stop myself from doing those because I find, you know, in a few years, oh, I am living there. Oh, Mm. I am working here. I am. And I really like where, I really like my house. Mm -hmm. I really like my job. So I am not looking to leave either of those at this moment watch your your words (laughs) definitely watch my words watch what i think um because a lot of it is just spoken it's spoken or unspoken wishing right wishing oh wishing magic is that's some cool magic right i mean i you know at one point i'm like oh i think it'd be really neat to live in an apartment not have to take care of the grass not you know no worries well then i lived in an apartment i'm like oh boy, i just really want to own a house i just really want to own a house i'm tired of renting it's not getting me anywhere and i went and i bought a hud home for eleven thousand dollars <laughs> and you know it was not the greatest home but it was a little fixer-upper but I didn't know anybody any money. I paid cash. Right, right. So, I mean, it's... And that was your stepping stone to the next wish. No, yeah, yeah. So, your wishing magic... My wishing magic is quite potent. Okay, so let's just dive into some wish magic because I feel like my wish magic works as well. Like, if I just randomly make a wish, Mm -hmm. next thing I know it happens. And it's like, okay, why is wishing magic so potent? I think it's the intention. Mm. It's, um, and I think a lot of people perform magic and don't realize yes. it. Um, you know, a lot of t- companies tell you to have a, um, a dream board. Yeah. And how many times, you know, just creating that dream board is creating the intention. Yeah. Which gets you, you know, you may forget about it. Mm-hmm. But you go back and you look at your dream board, you know, a year or two later and, oh, Look what I've accomplished. Check, 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 check. Check it off. (laughs) And I think you brought up a good point, um, which was the point I was wanting to make of you forget about it. You forget about it. You forget about it, which means you completely let go. Yeah. And you have no expectations. Mm -hmm. You're not holding on, waiting for results. You're not trying to figure out if and when or how it's going to happen. You have wished it and completely let go. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it so powerful um and going back to what you think and what you say you know that's why it's also just how easily sometimes wishing magic can work because i mean literally let's see thursday yeah thursday night 
I was thinking, gosh, you know, some grilled salmon and a sweet potato would be really good for dinner. Okay, well, I didn't get it for dinner that night, but uh, my boyfriend went to the grocery store, had no freaking clue what he was getting, and he brought me home salmon and sweet potatoes. See? Right? And it was just like, oh, that'd be really good. You know, like, it was put out there, and I completely let it go. Right. You know, I moved on, and I got me something else for dinner that, you know, was easier to get a hold of, but then there it was. So that's what I had for dinner last night, because that's what he brought home for me to have. So... Well, then he's a good boyfriend. Oh, yeah, he is. He's, he's really great. But, I mean, literally, from the smallest, simplest thought of a wish... Oh, yeah. To even the big things. If you can just wish it and let it go. Um, I was wanting to travel all the time and, you know, go all these neat different places. So I got my kids involved in scouts and I wound up becoming a leader. And I'm like, I want to go all these different places. Right. So I started planning the trips and <laughs> we started going. And I didn't have to, you know, front huge buttloads of money right to be able to go on these trips you don't have to make huge investments right you invested your time and your energy into right. the scouts and your kids having a good time and you know learning what they learned but you also got your wish granted yeah and i can definitely tell you don't take 10 year olds on the haunted tour down in savannah oh gosh <laughs> the haunted trolley ride <laughs> they're probably traumatized Oh, and I mean, my daughter was, and she's like, oh, this is amazing. Well, of course she wasn't, because <laughs> she's around us all the time. <laughs> Going to the cemetery is like an everyday experience for us. But it was Girl Scout themed, and it said that it was age appropriate. And so the oh, other leaders that were with God. me, you know, we go into this one building, and, you know, we sit down on these, you know, crates. And all of a sudden, the lights go out, and there's this huge clap of thunder. And I was tired. I mean, we had been walking around all day. So I went to the farthest crate that was up against a wall where I could lean back. Next, and, you know, they're sitting, you know, a couple crates over. And I'm just sitting there. All of a sudden, the lights go out, thunder claps, and I hear girls screaming. I may have shouted out an obscenity because I was not expecting it. And... Like, that was not yeah, I'm over here. I'm not even dealing with those over there. There are adults over there that can deal with that. So we we leave, and I'm told the only thing that saved your butt was the fact that we looked over, saw your face, and saw that you weren't expecting that. I'm like, no, I wasn't. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but all the girls were so excited to go until that portion. <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, uh, Savannah is a great place to go. Very, very witchy, very magical. I highly recommend it. Okay, we need a girl's trip there. Yes, and you can drink on the streets. Oh, that's fun. We stayed, um, so on the way back from Florida. I think we should just make our own witchy brews and just walk around with them in our No, we stayed at the Cotton Sale Inn on our way back from Florida, you know, last year. Uh, so we stayed at the Cotton Sale Inn, which is like two blocks from a Wet Willie's. So you just walk your two blocks uh. over, and it's right there on the riverfront. So you walk over to Wet Willie's, and you can open carry. Oh, wow. In Savannah. So anywhere in Savannah, you just carry your drink and walk around outside. Nice. So, I mean, you're three sheets to the wind, and woo <laughs> life is great. And there is a bar downstairs to get you started for your walk over there. <laughs> I don't but, I, go ahead. drink responsibly. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if you get to just walk down the, the street, at least you're not worrying about driving. This is true. Or trying to hail a taxi and getting ran over. This is true. And we were down there. It was during, you know, the pandemic episode. So, you know, they didn't have the street music that they normally have going on. But normally oh. there's a lot of stuff going on riverfront. That's fun. Um, but, ooh, have you told them where we're going in October? I have not shared oh, that yet. You should share. Okay, so we are taking a magical trip uh, come October to Salem, Massachusetts. So that's going to be our first girls' trip. Yes. And we're super excited about it. Yes. Especially the drive up there we should tell her record a podcast episode we could record a 12 hour 12 12 hour 
podcast episode on the way up there. You guys can ride along in the car with us. Yeah, it's hilarious. Oh, and we should do video at that point in time. Oh, we so could. Yes, we live could. from the van. Oh, we should name we should name the van we for should. that trip. Yes. We'll come up with something. I'm we sure. will definitely come up with something. I'm not coming up with anything off the top of my head. But yeah, no. So, and and it'd be nice, you know, to be able to go live on Facebook and you can see our lovely faces as oh, we yeah. walk around and tour Salem. Yeah. You guys can walk around with us and we'll video some stuff. You guys can feel like you're right there with us. It'd be. Oh, you know what would be cool? If we could get um, a reader. We could find a place to get readings done and mm. see if they'll let them let us do a live. Oh yeah, we're yeah, getting yeah. a reading. Ugh. Oh, and then you read her back. <laughs> read her back. <laughs> Bring your own cards. All right, and be like, make trade. Slap your cards on the table. Be like, your turn. <laughs> What's been going on in your life? <laughs> oh, that would be fun. A reader exchange. Oh, we should totally do a reader exchange event. All readers welcome. And you just make trade of yeah. readings. Nobody yeah, charges anything. Nobody pays anything. Everybody just exchanges readings. You always hear how hard it is for people to read themselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I think there's people out there that want some good practice, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got to write that down. We need to do that. And we've exchange. recorded it. We have recorded it. Because <laughs> 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 uh, we do go get readings from other people as well. We tend to read ourselves a lot. We do read ourselves a lot and each other. I don't um, read anymore. I quit reading. I know. I have to beg you to give me a reading from time to time. Shame. It was pretty good, though. Shame. I've done some good ones the past few days. You have to good ones. You you have. I mean, for years, for me, I feel like you've done good readings. But I pull the cards and then I talk to you. Right. And, you know, I think the cards pull up topics to talk about okay that reminds me do you remember that reading we did with the the dream i think it was dream oracle cards and we literally hit every single card a card ahead oh yeah we would talk about it we were talking about everything and then the next card it was like okay we just talked about that and then we'd randomly start talking about something else and then the next card oh well we just talked about that and like we were always a card ahead with all the stuff that was coming up that was crazy did I read you or did you read me? I, I was reading I was you. Re- you. Oh, you were reading me. I think I was reading you. I don't remember. Oh, man. <laughs> See, this is the thing. This is why we write it down. <laughs> um, no, but I think I think that goes back to the how we do things different. Yeah. How many times, I mean, you call me with a problem and, okay, what's going on? I don't need to pull the cards. Right. Talk to me. We troubleshoot. Well, we do that a lot with each other anyway. Right. And then if we find areas where we're like, hey, <laughs> bless you. Not Corona. <laughs> so that if we find areas where it's like, hey, okay, so this, we just dove deeper and we found this issue, you know, let's fix it, heal it, shift it. I mean, right. We've done that, you know, with each other too. Like, okay, we just identified this instead of putting it off. Let's clear it right now. Right. You know, it's nice. This is why if you have witchy family, that's great. But having witchy friends is really good. And that's one of the reasons behind starting the witch source was Mm -hmm. having that witchy resource of, hey, I've got this problem. And, you know, I know there's a fee for the readings. There's a fee for the magic. But this life isn't free. Right. And, you know, there are some witches that will sit there and say, no, you shouldn't charge for your services. Well, I'm sorry, but how are you supposed to make a living if you've made it your life's goal to help and better other people? Right. You can't go off of either donation basis or, you know, just... You've got to be able... Look at the church. Look at the churches. They pay their pastors. Yes, they do. And some some churches yes, are, you know, no, we want you solely dedicated to us. So we don't want you having outside jobs. So we're going to pay you your salary. Yeah. Oh, that's a very good point. I mean, and a lot of, and those pastors, they're not just on Sundays, you know, they're taking phone calls all week long mm-hmm. from people in the congregation that need help and you know, have questions, need prayer, go they go to 
you know, funerals and wedding services and they do hospital visits. Oh, yeah. And so they do a lot. But yeah, they do get paid. And I also think about it, too, like if you really want to get into it, there there is cost. There's cost of materials. Right. There's a cost of time. There's a cost of energy. There's a cost of your pedicure. <laughs> I'm, I'm only saying that because we were getting pedicures Friday night. Yes. And, and you were on crafting. your phone <laughs> the whole time. I was like, oh, I are supposed to like, be talking. What are you doing? doing? I'm like, sorry, I'm spellcrafting. Because <laughs> I literally feel like I spellcraft all the time. But I do love it. And I love helping people. Right. <clears throat> and you've loved helping people for years. Yeah. I mean, you've got the book that you made for self was it the mentoring or self-help? Both. 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 Yeah, I I did. I I wrote that um little ebook ebook um which I might revamp. I think you could revamp and put it out and, on Amazon and relaunch. But it was it was like seven steps to getting your magical life back on track. It takes and time have and dedication. You follow, have you followed those steps? Yeah, I think so. I mean... I haven't read your book. No. <laughs> you never gave it to me. I didn't know you wrote the book. <laughs> I was talking about the other self-help book. Oh! Which one are you talking about? So... The one that you had Granny editing. Which that was is it. Whole, oh, was that one it? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Because Granny's so non-magical. Yeah, she's Methodist. Hey, you know what? I think she learned a lot. <laughs> we're, oh, we're magically horrible. helping and she has no idea. Right? That's uh, one of those, is that okay or are you going to hell? Uh, <laughs> I kid, oh, wow. but am I really? Am I joking or am I serious? I'll never tell. <laughs> It would be so. I don't know if you guys know this either, but we are in the works talks of trying to get a shop together as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hadn't shared any of that. No, so, I'm just going to spill all your beans. You all are over. spilling all the beans. I'm going to slip on them. <laughs> I slipped on my beans. <laughs> if you guys haven't, I'm going to put a plug. We're plugging in here. But we are not paid for this. We are not paid for this. <laughs> Go watch Bluey. It's on Disney Plus, Bluey. Yeah. The Grannies episode specific. Or the Taxi episode. Oh, my God. Just watch them all. Okay. So, you know, we have children. I have a toddler. <laughs> my youngest is 10. Right. But we, we all watch Bluey. Bluey. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, though. Okay. Because I, I know you guys hear me say all the time on the lives, um, I don't watch TV, and I don't watch a lot of TV. Now, my child, on the other hand, loves Bluey, and I will watch Bluey because it's fun, it's lighthearted, it's hilarious. The episodes are only seven minutes yeah, long. Yeah, and they're only seven minutes long. So totally sometimes you're walking through, and you get caught up in an episode, but you've only wasted seven minutes of your day, and that's okay. And I don't even feel like it's wasted because you do get some good laughs. Oh. And laugh, laugh medicine is the best medicine. And they have Bluey Facebook pages. And it's amazing because I've seen so many people post that just by having it play in the background, they feel like they become better parents. Oh, yeah. Because of the, it, it's a constant play with the kids. Right. And you know that it's not like that all the time. Right. You can't have 24-7 play with your kids. There are going to be serious times, but... The majority of the times, if you can joke around and play. And I feel like now I have two sets of kids. I have my older set, which are now grown Grown. and out of the house. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I'm a grandma, too. So, you know. Got a granny in the house. Yeah, I'm a granny. (laughs) But um, so then my my younger set, I I feel I had those later in life. I was more prepared. I was a lot more calm and patient. Right. So I was able to play with them more and not, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom with them. Right. So the the play was easier. Um, but no, playing and having fun. Okay, and- so playing. That brings up a whole thing that I've been meaning to talk to you about anyway. So I guess we'll just share it with the world. Oh, playing. <laughs> 
Okay, so I always talk about on the lives too the importance of getting balanced. Yes. Right? And like having all the different areas and aspects and every, you know, balanced. You got your mind, uh, body, soul, emotion, spirit. You've got your spiritual mm-hmm. life. You've got your work life. You've got your relationships, finances, like all the real stuff too, and getting everything in a good balance. Okay. Right. Well, we went Friday. Um, I had to get my oil changed. Mm-hmm. And we, we went and got the pedicures. Mm-hmm. And then um, there were some more things we wanted to do. And remember, I had that panicky dread feeling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I did some deep dive work on that. Okay. Okay. So we kept it at surface level. So I had some, um, I realized I had some unhealed trauma from um, my uh, past marriage. Right. And, you know, I've done a lot of work around that. Right. But it was surprising to me that, you know, not, I guess it should be, it was surprising. It shouldn't be surprising because there's layers of this stuff and it comes up over time as you make room for it. But well, you're talking, how long were you married before? 11 years. 11 years. That's 11 years of programming. Right. That's 11 years of, and then it didn't happen overnight. Her, her ex-husband was, uh, I'm going to say extremely narcissistic. Yeah. Um, very isolating with her, very uh, controlling in a way that you don't under, don't realize that you're being controlled. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, my mind fuckery that you do not realize is going on. Okay. We're swearing in this. Okay. I was 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 explicit. Oh, excellent. Okay. Yeah. So my first, my first husband was the same way and I was with him for six years, seven years, somewhere around in there. Um, but yeah, I think I was better coming out of my, and I, and I told you that I, I think I was better coming out of my relationship because I realized the mind fucking that was happening. Right. And I said, no, I'm done. Right. You're going to get on my boat. And, and that was one of, cause I had left him a few times, but I always took him back because you know, I'm kids. Right. You know, that's what you're supposed to do. Ah, uh, yeah. That. The shoulds. The shoulds. Um, but then there's the whole, you know, the last time I took him back and I said, look, I love you, but I don't need you in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't need you. I am choosing to place you here. And if you're not going to get on board, we're done. Right. I'm done. I'm done with this entire thing. So, um, I think that was the biggest difference where you recognized the mind fuckery and right. I did not until I was out of it well and 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 that was one of the things you know we had talked about how i became the bad person in your whole breakup because really to outsiders to outsiders to outsiders it did appear that way because okay guys we're gonna lay this shit out here oh god really yeah we're gonna lay this shit out here i wanted to get to the whole play topic though but okay okay all right (laughs) you can get to the okay no okay but no okay her relationship, it was over. It was done. She comes to my house one night and she's like, you know, freaking out over some shit that had happened. The universe completely pushed me. The universe out. slapped her in her face and then ass fucked her and said, Get Stop! Oh my God. Oh no, I'm saying you totally did. You should have seen yourself that night. I I know I, I know it was bad. But here's here's the takeaway. But from you this. hid it from everyone. Yes, I did hide it. I hid everything that was going on, which I don't recommend. No. And um, the universe and my intuition had been telling me to leave, and I would not. You and kept, so mm-hmm. that's when, if you guys watch the live card readings, you'll see when I refer to the breakdown, where if you don't listen to the universe and you don't follow the nudges your shit will break down. The, the universe, universe is going break to break it down and move you where you need to be. And that's exactly what happened to me in a very dramatic way. Um, and that's when mm-hmm. I came to you. Right. And things started to shift and change. But to outsiders, it was like, you stepped in and broke us up and you're the bad guy and you did all, and it wasn't you at right. all. You know, but people, they didn't, they weren't around. They didn't see what was going on and you didn't let on what was going on. I think partially 
for self-preservation and right. partially just unaware to the extent of how far gone you were. Yeah. 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 Just unaware, which is why I've worked so hard to get where I'm at now. And that's why I am so passionate about helping people. Right. And especially on a magical level, because it was at a magical level that everything started to shift and change truly for me. Right. Um, you know, because a lot of the stuff I knew about and have been practicing here and there, but it wasn't until we started to pull in more of the magical and then I started doing the deep dive into the magical healing. Right. That a lot of stuff started to finally break up and shift and change and heal. So what she's saying is when she gives recommendations and the things that she's saying, it's tried and true. Oh, absolutely. We have yeah. we have both experienced you know, trauma. I don't think anyone can go through life without experiencing some, some type of trauma. Yeah. The thing is, what do you do with that? Mm -hmm. Do you sit and wallow and stay in it? Or do you grow, overcome, and become a better person? Learn from the experience and move on. Right, right. And I think that's where magic can really help. Oh, definitely. So... Okay. Back to the play. Back to the play. So we had had the pedicure and then I got that we wanted to go do more stuff and mm -hmm. I got that feeling of dread. If you didn't go home, you were gonna be in trouble. Right, okay. A number of things I wanna state here first and foremost. <laughs> One, Does my boyfriend know? has never in any way, shape or form ever given me a reason to feel like that. And I know that, like he, he doesn't rush me. If I'm out, he doesn't blow up my phone. He doesn't ask me where I'm at, who I'm with, when I'm coming home. You know, when I come home, he's always loving. Did you have fun? So I just want to state up front, like in, in my current relationship, he has never given me a reason to feel that way, but I was still feeling it. So just like I tell everybody when I am working with them, um, doing healing sessions, and sometimes with the private one-on-ones, if it comes up, when you feel something, it's there to tell you, you need to heal it. So like I was having not just the emotional, mental dread and fear of I'm gonna be in trouble. I was physically in my body reacting. Right. It was a physical reaction within my body of that sinking, I'm gonna be sick. Like, When, how long have you been out of that relationship? Oh gosh, two years, three years? Three and a half. Okay, so Three and a half, but you know there was a whole year and a half of I've divorce been, process there too. So I guess two years, right? Well, that's where I've told you that I've been married to my current husband. This is we're going on twelve years this October that I've been married to my current husband, who likewise has never. I mean, he is. If you want to look at a perfect relationship, that's me and my husband. He doesn't text me when I'm out. I could stay out all night, come back the next morning, and he'd be like, did you have fun? Right. Where'd you stay? And it would just be like, so what'd you a do? A conversation. A conversation. Right. Never accusing. Um, right. No but, interrogation. No accusing. Right. No Who are you trying to dress up for? Right. Any of that. Right. Right. No. Uh, no, he actually, like when I'm going out for girls night, he will actually look at me and go, you're going out dressed like that? <laughs> Aren't you at least going to put some makeup on? A little something to your hair? I'm like, oh, excuse me. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, 12 years in this wicked, awesome relationship with a very kind and loving man. And there are times, you know, you it know, still comes up for you. It still comes up for me. I need to go home or I'm going to be in trouble. Right. I'm like, I don't know where, you know, it, it's just, it's in there. Or that going out and buying stuff and, oh my gosh, my husband's going to be so upset. I spent too much money. Oh, right, right, right. That aspect too. Oh, and I have my own bank account. I have my own money. Right, but you still have that fear. I still have that it's fear. Crazy. Oh, he's gonna get. Oh, he's gonna get upset with me because. Okay, I so we should. <laughs> we should totally heal it and shift it if it's still there. It's been a long time since this happened, but okay. I'm, ju I'm just saying, like, Example. just everyone, everyone. And then I know I look at it and I go, "Well, that's complete bullshit." Okay, so yes, and that's where I, I was like 
this is bullshit. This feeling I'm having is bullshit because mm-hmm. I have no justified reason for it. Right. But like I tell everybody, sit with it. Ask it why it's here. Right. Okay. So I had talked in the moment. We were together. And I talked myself down, like, mm-hmm. okay, I know this is here. I know this is un- some unhealed trauma. I have no reason to feel this way. You know, obviously, that's something I need to heal and shift. But I was able to calm myself, right. identify that there was something that needed to be worked on, and then, you know, I felt better. And that's kind of where we left off. Okay, so go forward to that night, because I don't put it off a week to dissect it like right. hell no I got home that night took care of my baby girl got her in the bed and then I'm like okay it's time I got work to do um so I took the deep dive so I'm going to give you guys an example of a deep dive um into your healing okay so issue feelings that came up the dread the fear I'm going to get in trouble um for not being home okay surface level surface level unhealed trauma from my prior relationship that is the surface level diagnosis okay Mm -hmm. it goes so much deeper oh yeah so i started with that okay and i was like is there some unhealed stuff here with him possibly so i focused in on the feelings and i just started letting go of that piece And then I was like, okay, here's the deep dive. Why did I feel like I was going to be in trouble? Mm -hmm. Why? And when I sat with myself and I had my journal out, and when I sat with myself, the answer that came up for me was, I'm shunning my responsibilities. Oh, it no. wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that he was going to be mad at me because on a deep level, I know that's not true with him. Right. So I know he wasn't going to be mad. And, and he wasn't. Guys, I got home. The baby was fed. Laundry was done. Bottles were washed. Kitchen was clean. Like, and baby was in her jammies and, you know, had a bottle literally ready for bed okay he was not mad baby girl comes running to me gives me a great big old hug he comes over hugs me gives me a kiss did you have fun okay so I want you to understand no justification for how I was feeling as far as where he's concerned I also knew on a soul level he would not be mad at me and he was not look at everything he did but the shunning your responsibilities that totally makes sense because we as women mm-hmm. are responsible Mm-hmm. I don't care if they say it's the modern day and age and more men are doing... Oh, shut you the fuck up. up. Wait a minute. We have got to go back and read Friday's card reading that I did for the weekend. Because mm. I swear I just talked about this. Like women's responsibilities, all that. When you said women's responsibilities, it triggered in my brain like I just said those words. No. Friday morning for... The okay. weekend reading. So this is like full circle. Like, guys, please go listen to Friday's episode because I literally read the cards for the weekend energy and here I am right in it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah. But I'm, I'm just going to throw out there that we as women, wow. we take on way too much responsibility, yes. but it's all our own fault. Yes. Because how many times... You know your husband doesn't put the kids down the same way that you put the kids down. Right. And that kind of irritates you a little Mm -hmm. bit. You know that your husband's or your kids or whoever doesn't clean the kitchen the way you want it clean. They don't load the dishwasher the way you load it. You know, they don't fold the laundry the way you fold it. (laughs) So you, you, you just, women, we say to ourselves that, well, it's just easier if I do it. Right. You are putting yourself in a box. That you don't need to. That's a whole nother right, box right, right. that women put themselves in. So, so I, when I sat with it, that's what I. That's what I realized. The fear of being in trouble was I felt like I was shunning my responsibilities mm-hmm. and pushing them off on him. Not that he was going to be mad because I knew on a, I, I knew everything in my body knows he wasn't going to be mad at me. That was my own fear being projected. But it, what it really was, was me feeling like I was shunning my own responsibilities. So then I had to sit with that, okay? Why do you feel like you're shunning your responsibilities? Well, I'm not home. 
I'm normally home. I'm not taking care of my child. I know I have laundry to do. I know I have a house to clean. I didn't feed my child. You know, I didn't wash the bottles sitting in the sink. Like, so I was piling all this up. And then when I was thinking about, okay, why do you feel like you're sharing responsibilities? And it's like, okay, all that's my responsibilities. And then I had the drop in because remember you do all of this work from Mm -hmm. that grounded, connected, centered place. So you get these drop-ins. That's when I had the drop-in of, it's not your responsibility. It's not. And you know what? I'm just going to throw this out there. Even if you don't get the laundry done, it's still going to be there tomorrow. Right. Right. But the full drop-in was, it's not my responsibility. It is our responsibility because we are a team, we are a unit. It is our child, not my child. Right. It is our home, not my home. It is right. our laundry, not my laundry. Right? So, again, I always say, you guys, the magic is in shifting the perceptions. Perceptions is And huge. that perception just got shifted. Right. That's the fucking magic. That's the fucking healing in real time. So literally I I had that drop in and it was like, okay. And you know what? The universe had already proven that to me by the fact that I got home and all that shit was done. And you know what? Talking about play, you got to have fun. Okay. So there's more. Yeah. So I got through the, you know, the shift of this is not my responsibility. This is our responsibility. Then it went into, okay. Why did you feel like you had to take full responsibility for everything? Right? So you don't stop there, right? Right. Big revelations, some shifts, some changes, feeling good, healing shit, keep going. Right. So why did I feel like I had to take full responsibility for all this and not share the responsibility? Right. And again, it came back to... I didn't feel worthy and deserving nor value my time enough to allow myself playtime to myself. Nay, nay. Yeah, that was the deep-seated root, the root that needed to be pulled out for the full healing to take place. I don't, this was what it came back down to, I don't deserve playtime because I have shit to do. That's what it ultimately came down to. So that's when it was like, wow, there's the unbalance. Right. Work, check. Parent, check. Um, You know, house responsibilities, check. Finances, check. Like, I do all this stuff. Where's the playtime? I even have the me time for healing. I have the me time for magic. I have the me time to cultivate my spirituality. So I have all those pieces. It's not that I don't allow myself me time. And and I did have a full conversation with my boyfriend about every single bit of this, literally as it was unfolding. Um, but I was like, and because even he said, well, you do take time to yourself. And I said, I do, but with intention. Right. It's always with the intention of I'm doing healing work, I'm doing clearing work, I'm doing spell work, or I'm doing business work. Because to me, that's also spiritual. Right. Or, you know, I'm doing the meditating and that daily uh, spiritual time. So it's not that I don't allow myself me time. I allow myself me time for the things that I deem important. But not the time for play. But not the time for play. But that's, that's, that's really where you decompress. That's really where... That's so important. I, I, and I'm going to put... I am, I want everybody to live by my duck butt philosophy. <laughs> I totally want everyone to live by my duck, fu- my duck butt philosophy. Because when a duck dives underwater, the water just slides off his butt. And I just love duck butt. So no, you've got to let stress and work and everything. I, I, I work for a very large beverage company 
and uh, I'm an accountant and I was told that you know even if I can't get everything done we are a no stress zone because at the end of the day mm, we're nice. still going to be selling our beverage tomorrow true true so take that same philosophy into your own life I didn't get my laundry done well you know what there's tomorrow right I didn't bathe my kid tonight you know what your kid didn't need a bath <laughs> go go let him play in the pool tomorrow you know, during the summertime, pools or baths. You, you've got to learn to decompress. You've got to pick your battles in life. Right. And, right. and just don't let this. Nothing is that stressful. Nothing. I'm sorry. Well, and I think, you know, that's where when you take these deep dives. Okay. So if in that moment of us riding in the car and I'm feeling this moment of dread and panic. Never in a million years would I have instantly thought, you know what, I'm not allowing myself to have enough playtime. Right. You never think about it anymore. I would have never got to that because, again, surface level was, oh, I'm reliving past trauma from my ex. Right. But at the end of the day, it didn't really have shit to do with him. Right. And that's where you have to go deeper and then deeper still. Maybe my problem is I feel like I have too much fun. <laughs> When I'm out and about, I better get home. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to have too much fun. (laughs) But, you know, that's what I realized. And so, you know, then we had this whole conversation around, Beb, I'm going to need some more time to just go out and play. And he was like, okay, well, what do you do for fun? I literally had no answer. You can play with me. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like everything, I was like, I love magic. I do magic. That's what I do for fun, even as stupid as that sounds, because there was always intent and purpose. Right. But I mean, I love to create, and I love to do readings, and I love to do healings, and I love to do... We used to go shopping. All of this. Oh, and okay, so that's the thing. I told him that. I was like, I used to love to go shopping. I said, but once I filled, filled up that spiritual hole within me... Yeah. And I'm no longer going shopping to fill a void to try to make myself temporarily happy. I'm not even drawn to shopping anymore. I could care No, less. but we still want to go to woo-woo shops and there's pl- we're, we're drawn okay. to traveling. Okay, so woo-woo shops, yes. Traveling, yes. Of course, I want to go to all the witch stores that I can. Right. Um, but beyond that, and again, that still goes back to that is what I love. Right. That is what I love. But as far as like playtime for me, because he was like, you know, I always go play golf. And then he was like, wait, do you get mad at me when I go play golf? And I was like, no, I don't get mad at you. Like, yes, that's your time. Just a little. Well, (laughs) there was, and I did tell him this, there was for a hot minute, a section where I was like, of time where I was like, why do you get to go and do all this shit? And I don't. But again, I did that to myself. Right. He never said or did anything. And then once I've kind of released I guess holding on to whatever around where that's at with him going and playing golf I was just like yeah whatever it's his time it's he you know whatever it's cool um because even he was like well you go to your spa day every other Friday and I'm like yes I do and I love it and I enjoy it and I appreciate it but I still always go in with intention mm-hmm. with the intention of it's connecting like a- healing you know, what do I, what's my next step business-wise? Um, it's like a therapy session. Yeah, it is. And you can't consider therapy play. Exactly. And that's what I was telling him. And he was like, oh, okay, well then what do you like to do for fun? And that's where I was like, uh, well, I Go used to karaoke. like shopping. No, we like going and doing karaoke. We do like going and doing karaoke. But now we have our own karaoke machine, so we don't need the going out part. That's true. We should just go out on the back porch again and just jam out. That's true. <laughs> we totally need to do that. You know, live, things how I live out in the middle of nowhere and nobody cares. Right, right. They can hear us caterwauling all night. <laughs> but yeah, so it was a, a revelation for me. It was very healing for me. And I am giving myself permission to play and have fun and do and not always... It's like that one part of myself that was unbalanced. I'm sure there's plenty more to discover because I think there always is. But I would be surprised if that dread fear sensation ever comes back up for me. Because I already know Mm -hmm. 
Like I've already shifted it. I'm right. already aware. So I just don't see that trigger happening for me again. Nice. You know, and that's where the healing comes in. That's gone. I don't have to deal with that anymore. I don't have to worry about that anymore. And I don't have to play the victim anymore by blaming my yes. ex-husband for traumatic situations that come up. Right. So now I can fully release him. Has nothing to do with him. Has everything right. to do with me. I'm not a victim to him. You know, and I'm good. I'm good. Ducks butt. Yep. We're going to, we got to go do some more play. I'm ready to play. I'm always ready to play. <laughs> I play, I probably play, no, I don't play too much. I play just enough. Just enough. Yes, there you go. Affirm that. I play just, I, don't get me wrong. I, I do have, I, you know, I work a full-time job. I am currently in school. I'm helping with this business. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a den leader in the Cub Scouts. I'm a leader for the Girl Scouts. You do a lot. I do, do a lot. lot. And you balance and juggle it so Beautiful. But I am always down at any given moment to go do something. Go do something. You call me and I'm like, well, I mean, except for yesterday. I was busy yesterday, but I'm here today. Yeah, yeah. Now, me and baby girl went to the pool yesterday and we had fun playing and splashing around. She was so good. I was knee deep in accounting 307. <laughs> Well, and like even at the pool, right? So like I tried to be very, because I'd already healed this stuff Friday night, mm-hmm. you know, after it came up. So I was very conscious of I am here right now with my child and I have this moment and this time with her to play and just enjoy the time and space and hold gratitude and love and joy. And that's exactly what I did. And it was great. It really was. It was a good day. And I think you need to be present in all of those moments because, you know, I was thinking back. I don't remember the last time my youngest son sat in my lap with me Mm. to watch TV. I mean, Mm -hmm. one, he's gotten way too big. But I'm thinking back and I'm like, I don't remember the last time that happened. You Mm. never know when the lasts are going to be. Right. So just enjoy. That last real good snuggle. Yeah. That last big hug and a kiss. Yes. Yeah. I'm very fortunate that my younger set are very... Lovey-dovey. (laughs) Lovey-dovey. Still very much a, you know, he's still very much a mama's boy. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, we have wandered all over, uh, which will be put in the description so you guys have a heads up of all the fun stuff that we covered today wish magic and play and we did some examples of some deep diving healing um you could almost call it the adhd musings of a witch <laughs> yeah well and we started off with the basics of put more play in your magic yeah right yeah right take the limits off Take the, you know, do what you need to do. Follow those instincts. Follow that gut. Follow that intuition. And me, personally, I would say record what you did and write it down. So that way, if it works, you know what to do. If you need to do it again. And if you have a sister that records everything and writes it down, have her do that for you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so... See what happens, you guys. Get a little more playful with your magic. You know, loosen up a little bit. Have some more fun with it. Even when, you know, it's a real deal, serious shit you're working spell work for, you can still just follow your intuition, follow your gut. You don't have to go spend $100 on supplies, especially if you're trying to do a money spell. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to get money, but I have to spend money. No, you don't. No, you don't. Okay. Like, literally, a money spell can be as simple as you put a white tea light candle on top of a penny. Right. And set your intention that you are drawing more money to you. Rub a penny. Right. Rub a penny. Light that candle up. Let it burn. Stick that penny in your pocket. Call it your good luck penny. Keep it with you. Keep calling in that money. Rub it every time you need some money. And if you guys really like this podcast and the stuff that we've discussed, let us know. Leave a comment. 
we can give you more musings. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of musings today. A lot of musings. We do this all day while we work. We talk on the phone and yeah, this is, this is kind of a snapshot into literally our daily lives. You're really seeing our minds here, people. <laughs> Let us know if we're crazy. All right, you guys. So thank you for being here. Thanks for joining us. Um, if you would subscribe to wherever you are listening to this podcast, we'd appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, if you'll leave us a review, um, wherever it is that you're listening to us on, um, that we can really be found on Facebook. Yeah. So join us on Facebook, um, The Witch Source. And we also have a Facebook group, which you guys are welcome to join. And that's where you can really ask us your witchy questions or spell questions. If you have topics you want to hear about on the podcast, um, I do daily live readings. Well, daily as in Monday through Friday um, at 1230. So I do a daily reading and then I do live uh, readings as, as requested. First come, first serve. Um, so you guys can, I do try to get new people in first. Let me just add that little caveat in there. Um, so you can come check us out there. Please subscribe on YouTube. That helps us out as well. And we got lots of good stuff going on on thewitchsource.com. We have lots of new things coming. Yeah, lots of new things coming. Some stuff in the works we're getting really excited about. So be sure and check it out. Bye, guys. All right, you guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks for being here.